This episode is being dedicated to Bianca Nicole Roberson, who was murdered on June 28, 2017, over road rage. Rest in peace to my cousin Bianca and family, friends, and the world. You touch so many people. The pain we feel is indescribable, but your warm heart and always have the willingness to help others is such an inspiration. It will carry on for years to come. Rest in heaven, Bianca Roberson. I miss you. This is I Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. This is your boy DJ Bugsy. Episode 7, Hip Hop Views, Summer 2017. I got my boy Mar, the manager in the building. What it do? What's going on? I'm glad I'm here. Talk real hip hop. Absolutely. time, you know. People giving me less conversation, so I know you're going <laughs> to give me a lot of conversation. No doubt, no doubt. So I want to start off. Let's let's start off like kind of like the not too long ago, Jay Z dropped a phenomenal album, four four four, and um, I want your thoughts on it, and and I want to know how do you feel he changed the game, as far as giving hip hop kind of like a a breath of fresh air. I would basically say. I was telling people hip hop needed that album. Okay. It wasn't. At the time, mm-hmm. you know, you had Pusha T dropping right. some stuff, Big Sean. You had all these great artists, but it's just something that, just like you said, that fresh air. Yeah. And he hit a lot of key marks on certain things on Absolutely. that album. Absolutely. And I appreciate that album because it talks about a lot of day to day, to day stuff. Like Chuck D said it the best: "Hip hop is the rap CNN." Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. that's what Jay Z was definitely bringing in. So I definitely. really appreciate that album, definitely. every song, and it right. was some songs that he had to get off his chest that he did on that album. Yeah, and then point of views of what's going on with the young generation today, exactly, and how everybody thinks, exactly. So I think it was a dope album to me. Mm-hmm. It goes in that category of a reasonable doubt. Okay, you know, hard not life. Okay, so. Every now, song. What, what's your thoughts on that whole phone is disconnected with the money phone and now everybody's deleting their posts with the money phone and how he's schooling these young boys? What was your thoughts on that? Because I thought that was, I was actually shocked that he said that. That was, was like, wow. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> I was so happy when he when he did that because it makes sense. Like you flashing money, but right. sometimes some of that money not even yours. Exactly. You know, it's probably bill money. Right. So by him saying that, like, that was a great shot. Yeah. I really wanted to say that, but if I would have said it, I'm a hater. Right. But I'm letting like you shouldn't do that. I remember one time mm-hmm. I was a young boy, I posted money. Okay. <laughs> the girlfriend that I had at that time was like, yo, take that down. Right. You know? It's yeah. just an easy target. Right. You know? Yeah. And you don't really want to expose yourself like that. Yeah, because you, know? you can you can get robbed and all kinds all of stuff. All kinds shit. of stuff. And Definitely. you know, I like that a lot because everybody's stunting, but just like he said, was better than throwing money in the strip club credit. Right. I I wouldn't even flash my card, but if I could, I'd be like yeah. this to my card. Right. You know, the card on my ear. Right. Absolutely. But, you know, that was definitely a great shot right there. Like, it woke people up. So, where do you think that ranks amongst Jay-Z's albums? Like, I, me personally, I felt like it was a four mic. It was an eight out of ten. But I don't put it in the top five Jay-Z albums. I don't feel like it's better than the Blueprint. I don't, I don't feel like it's better than the Black album. I don't feel like it's better than a reasonable doubt. Hard not like volume one or two. But what I would say is his most honest album because when he talks about his mom being a lesbian, you know, when he talks about how he felt so bad about cheating on Beyonce and his daughter and his twins, like he really got in his bag with the honesty. And that's the part that Jay Z rarely does because he keeps everything about, you know, that flashy, he flashy so, nigga. Right. He has so much of a private life. Exactly. And it's like, I understand because. They said that uh, he woke up 
around that time mm-hmm. so he had a lot of stuff on his mind and you exactly. know they you know him and beyonce try to keep a lot of things behind closed doors as they should right but for him to do that for us like i really appreciate that and i just say that because mm-hmm. you know i love hip-hop me too and what it stand for absolutely and he just smacked the game in the face with that like i yes, really love it like the honesty because it's not that no more nah. it's just about being on the radio and right. trying to be that number one song right but there's no more honesty in the music there's nope. no more feelings no nope. so that album give it give me that feeling like i miss albums like that yeah i do too and i totally agree so let's talk about albums that came out in 2017 so what do you think is the best album that came out so far in 2017 like where do you rank like a Rick Ross, a Kendrick mm. Lamar Dam. Me personally, I feel like Kendrick Lamar Dam is the best album that came out in 2017 so far. I guess I can put Jay Z at number two mm. and possibly put Rick Ross at number three. But where did, what's your what's your rankings for 2017 so far as far as hip hop albums? Well, um, the Rick Ross album was dope. Yeah, rather you than me. You know, the he made King good. Birdman yeah, Jones. he made great quality music. And his production. Now, what I would say, I feel like Rick Ross' production is the best production of 2017. I even yeah. think his, his production better than Kendrick's album. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick's album was dope, but I know what I'm going to get from Kendrick, you know? Like, he's not... He's a great rapper, but he's okay. not one of my favorite rappers, okay, I understand you know? That. So, yeah. you know, I already knew, like, when it came out, mm-hmm. oh, I ain't no rush to listen to it because I already know he's going to deliver. Right. But with Ross, it's just like he had ups and downs later on down the line when he was making albums so i wanted that ross to have that classic again like a tough long dawn yeah you know right. um god forgive me i don't, don't. you know like yeah. i wanted that feeling yeah. and, you know ross put me in a good mood because he had my mindset thinking i could go over over the ocean mm-hmm. you know because right. he's so fly yeah he and, is and and With his and, words and, when and he, his yeah, wordplay and his, his metaphors word, all that and his yeah. productions is like you said it's just awesome like Man, it's, it's, it's quality level, music like absolutely i love it Totally agree. So that's like my favorite. I don't even want to speak on nothing else because that's my favorite album that I could. Oh, Rick Ross for 2017? Yeah. Okay. I can respect that. Like I said, my top three is definitely, you know, Kendrick Lamar first, and then maybe I can throw Jigga, but then Mm -hmm. I can throw Rick Ross at number two, too. So those three albums to me set 2017, you know, as far as hip hop is concerned. They they put it where they needed to put it. Yeah, definitely Jay Z and uh, Ross, one and two, like hands down albums that I do appreciate definitely you know let's change gears a little bit because it was a a statement that came out um this past week from michael vick basically saying that colin kaepernick needs to cut his hair off if he wants a team to basically employ him so what are your thoughts like that i thought like he was way off i felt like that he was kind of like catering to the nfl because what they put him through doing mm-hmm. the dog fighting ring and you know whether he got a job or not that's not the point they took him through a lot of rigmarole before he actually got the job with the eagles so i think that he got beaten down by the nfl so bad and he and he want he wants to kind of like kiss the nfl ass because i think he possibly wants to in the future be a coach a quarterback coach or something so i think he's kind of like trying to walk on shelves and not really get like he should have got because us as black people i feel Mm -hmm. like we should let the world know that guess what i'm gonna take a knee too because the social injustice in this world is on another level and it's like if i see a person like colin cabinet taking knee i'm taking the knee too I'm not going to be politically correct or I'm not going to be like Cam Newton and say I'm going to protect my brands 
and Absolutely. we're wearing their brand. So what is we really protecting? Absolutely. So what's your thoughts on Michael Vick and his statement? I thought it was like coonism. I think I would handle the situation different. I wouldn't go on TV and explain what cabinet should do. Right. You know, I would have reached out to him on a personal level right. when nobody knows. Like, listen, right. I think you need to, you know, switch gears a little bit because you don't want to be out of no money. Exactly. You don't want to be out of no job. Exactly. But for Mike Vick to mm -hmm. voice his opinion on TV, it just, it don't make sense because he went through a whole lot of stuff with the NFL. At, at one point, they wasn't really going to bring him back. Exactly. That's the crazy thing about it. Right. So he has no right to speak on the cabinet situation in public. Right. If Camley is your guy and you know and y'all from the same culture, right. Then talk to him, hollering, let him know what's real, let him know what you went through cuz exactly. he don't want to go through what what Vic went through. Exactly. So, I mean, let's go back to the taking a knee. Mm -hmm. If he would have taken a knee, I right. would have taken a knee. Exactly. If Beef is if Beast Mode was still in the NFL, right. Well, he is now, but yeah. playing in that season, I think he would have took a knee. Absolutely. Because he a real dude. Right. I totally agree with that. I and totally and everybody, agree. Why, everybody is such afraid of everything. Like, they right. is afraid to stand up what they believe in. And, and that's as black people is afraid. And our culture dominate the sporting industry. Exactly. So without us... It wouldn't, it wouldn't be nothing. Exactly. Just like that situation that happened with the LA Clippers. Remember? Uh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And then that all was, the LA Clippers took their jerseys off and put right. it in the middle of the floor. Right. This is what we need, and it's lacking. It's like everything that, that Rosa Parks stood for, King, Garvey, you know, Frederick Douglass, you know, this is the type of time, this is the type of time we in already again, but it's more prevalent than it ever been. You know, with all the people that got killed, rest in peace to Trayvon Martin, Absolutely. Sandra Bland, I can go on and on. Now, speaking of news and what's going on, OJ is free. <laughs> now, I was kind of, I wasn't shocked that he got off, but I, I felt like, the years that they gave him was was years that someone that killed somebody should have got. Exactly. 33 years. And I feel like they're doing it because they really believe that he killed Nicole and Ronald Goldman. The crazy thing, I was having this conversation the other day. Okay. All right. America preached on you're innocent until proven guilty. So what's the problem? You beat the case. Right. You a black man. You a Hall of Famer. Right. You legendary. Exactly. So, the time that they gave him was bananas. Because they shouldn't have gave him that time. Mm -mm. I don't think if you still bubblegum from the gas station, <laughs> you're going to get them many years. <laughs> you know? And then on top of that, you're stealing your own stuff. Right. So you getting back your stuff that they sold. And your boy Bruce basically was on hard time. So, he sold it. And he was able to retrieve it. And now you're just trying to get it back. Exactly. So how can you can't beat that case? Just like you said, they believe so much that he killed, you know, Nicole, Nicole. and Ronald Goldman. Yeah. Right. Like, and then y'all just, y'all trying to get back. Exactly. And get that's not that right. Time. He trying to get back that time, bro. And <laughs> it's, it's over with already. That, she, it's that over time. with already. He beat the case. Mm -hmm. It's done. It's over with. Let that man live. Right. Facts. Just Facts. let him live. Let that man live. Now, I want to get into back to hip hop. Now, in the back in the day, if you were homophobic, if you were a gay rapper, we would trash you. It wouldn't be accepted. You wouldn't get no airplay. 
you will be considered as a corny ass nigga. Nobody will fuck with you. Niggas will break your tapes. You know, you know, get rid of your CDs. But now we're in an era where homophobic is accepted. And hip-hop is receptive to it, to the young minds of the world. Now, Tyler, the creator, basically came out. Um, my man, Little Yaki, with the weird-ass album covers. What is your thoughts on gay slang, homophobic, and the hip-hop culture? And why you think it's still, why you think it's so receptive as it was compared to how it was back in the day when you had Wu-Tang, Nas, and you know them guys. But then this era is different. Why do you think that is? Well, back in the going era homosexual wasn't really spoken about on albums right it wasn't accepted in our culture not just the hip-hop culture well yeah the hip-hop culture because the hip-hop culture is the black culture right you know and a lot of people were scared to come out because by you being an african-american you shouldn't be gay you're supposed to be masculine you're a man times change mm -hmm. it's a different uh time period period for you know guys like you know the young thug and the yeah. Tyler creator and all that. So now they Little bring a Uzi new Bird. yeah, they bring in a new fan base because the way they dress is making it cool for anybody that is gay to be like, all right, cool. Right. If they like this, I'm cool with myself, so I don't have to hide it anymore. Okay. I so see it's what like you're yeah, so it's like it's a new it's a new wave. Yeah, it definitely. Everything is. don't start the same. Right. Everything come back in a cycle. Right. But it don't stay the same. Okay. You know, and it, we in a different time period now, and a lot of things is being accepted for the bathrooms. They right. have tranny bathrooms now. Really? Yeah. They forfeited. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it was New York City. They got tranny bathrooms. Oh wow. Yeah. That's wild. It's, it's getting crazy. And then you know, certain states is uh winning the case with gay marriage. Like, mm -hmm. it's is right now <laughs> the world is losing its mind. You know, and I have nothing against, you know, gay people. Okay. You know, I'm cool with my sexuality. You know, right. if you gay, you gay. They don't got nothing to do with me. But exactly. at the end of the day, you got little kids that's growing up thinking it's all right. And, right. I, and I heard like sometimes it's a mental thing. Mm. It's a mental thing. It's okay. not like you. Oh, yeah, I was born this way. You right. can't be. Okay. You can't be. You have to go through some tests or something. Or either, you know, they had a bad tragedy in their in family. Right. But. You know, certain new coming rappers is actually right. mm -hmm. gay and they feel as though they could basically save their community, the gay community. Right. So it, it, it's crazy. Like when we grew, when we was growing up, mm -hmm. we, we was taught to be Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> you know, I like that, man. That, that That's so true, man. And do you think sometimes our upbringing has something to do with how these these men are turning to be gay like you know not really having an og to talk to them really not having a dad because a lot of these fathers are locked up and then a lot of times some of these young kids become teenagers get locked up and they're exposed to homophobic early on so it kind of like transcends into their adulthood yeah. and they keep going back and forth to jail yeah. and then they eventually they like look i'm gay is that and it's also women stop being bitter and mm. not letting y'all yeah not letting y'all child see their father like sometimes it's not the dad's fault exactly you know sometimes these women be you know what's the word i'm looking for um they spiteful yeah spiteful um child support 
Oh yeah, child support. And it's crazy because like you can really not do nothing if you on child support. And I think they need to do a better system on that. Definitely need to do a better system on that. It's not a lot of deadbeats. Like back in the day, yeah, yeah. The system was built on the women. Exactly. But but yeah, uh back in the day the system was built on women, but right. sometimes sometimes Mm-hmm. You so know, so you feel like because I feel the same way because I got two kids I feel like the system was built around to help women yeah and not yeah. help men yeah and I'm I'm passionate like I'm passionate about this conversation because like it's crazy because I see people go through it a lot your boys yeah. your homies yeah and what do you give them any advice like what what advice you really can't give them advice you gotta fight for it. you gotta get the custody you gotta go down on the course you gotta build a strong case okay and let's take it back to with the kids growing up with the gay thing right. because you're being away from your father somebody that's manly that's supposed to teach you manhood exactly. and you got these moms that's dressing you up halfway the same like them right and they you you be around the mom so, so long mom, yeah right, you just it just automatically automatic just like, like when you, you have that a up. girlfriend and you be around her so long you start picking up the her slang the slings the habits, habits. all that yeah it's a fact. It's a fact. It's crazy. Now you got the little kid playing with makeup. Because that's all they see. All they see is hair, makeup, right. pantyhose. Exactly. So now their mind is like mm -hmm. confused because they so baby. And having these moms, I know they got brothers. So send them with the brother. Right. Like, y'all got to like do something. Stop being bitter, women, please. Because y'all messing up the child. Right. I At totally the end of the agree. day. Now, what about females, though? That's a different conversation because female is a lot of females like young Ma who, you know, who they don't want to be women. They want to be men. I think <laughs> it's funny because I always say if they turn like that, that means that they automatic know that they ugly. If you ugly, yeah, you could turn. So I'm just playing. But I'll, oh, I'll be boy. thinking, look, I, I'll be thinking like they not comfortable with themselves because they feel as though they can't get the right man but a lot of the times i feel like they were hurt self -esteem, by a man that too and self-esteem low right. self-esteem and getting hurt by a man right. or a family tragedy might be raped or used to get touched when they was younger exactly it's different things so mm -hmm. like i said you can't judge nothing because we don't know exactly. only the higher power know right we right. don't know but yeah i mean it's, it's okay to you know dress a little bit like a a guy and still be cute at the same time right but we don't got the answers no not with that yeah not with that so do you so let's look let's look into hip-hop a little bit and i want to know from you when do you think it changed where it shifted to where we more so mumble jumble we don't have no feelings in our music when did that start because i don't really know off the top i i feel like Definitely Young Thug, I got good one for you. and then also Philly rappers wanting to sound like they're from Atlanta, wanting to sing. No shade to PNB Rock because he's doing his thing. Right. But that's not the essence of real Philly hip hop. Okay. That's not the essence of real Philly hip hop. I think when it shifted and it changed with the mumble rap, this is, this is a good one. Okay. When the Wayne streak was over, mm -hmm. then you had Drake. Okay. Now. Who who came who came after that? Somebody uh, out of town, like from down south. After Drake. Yeah. Um. Mm. Cause that's when it's uh, uh, the Migos. 
Yeah, that's Migos. what. Yeah, so Migos is hitting hard right now. They from Atlanta, right? Yeah. All yep. right, so they hitting hard right now. So Definitely. that's where it came in at. That's where it was inspired at. And then Future, he he Future, yeah, got, he got hotter. He got hotter, yeah, because yeah. he used to be like Future using the uh, little auto tune thing, whatever. He was kind of like not doing that good right. doing back then, right? But, but then all of a sudden he started to take off. He, yeah, he started killing it. Yeah. Now everybody, then the designers come. Like, right. You, now you killing it right now. Now yeah. all the and he from Brooklyn. Right. So it's crazy. Like if you from Brooklyn, you gotta have that 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 mentality. You gotta be a rapper. Yeah. You know that's what you like. You from New York. You're right. A rapper. Exactly. Like you can't be on the. But bullshit. then the weird thing about designer is Pusha T is behind him. Pusha T, he's he's down with Pusha T. So I think Pusha T was trying to get that future kind of like sound yeah. and he knew it was going to pop off so from a business standpoint it's a good thing because that damn song sold a lot of fucking it units did. and it streamed a lot too but from a hip-hop perspective and Pusha T being who he is I'm surprised he co-signed that just like I'm surprised that Don Cannon and DJ Dramas uh, got Little Uzi Vert signed to them you know what I mean so that they Ben was on that type time, and it's you crazy because really you never that? think that drama. Drama is from Germantown, right? So you would never think drama be on that down south so strong that how yeah. he is right now. Right. So that was bound to happen. Everything they was doing, it was more for the down south rappers. Yeah, you know, he never did nothing real crazy with up north people. You know, or even mm. for Philly, like he hasn't. No, he if never. he's doing a, if it's a show and that's in Philly, that's the only time he come. Yeah, he don't come and do nothing for the city. No. No, drama not at never all. really. Not that I can not that I can remember, man. No, not <laughs> like, at all. Seriously, I can't. Not at all. I can't the only recall. thing the only credit I give uh drama is the uh dedications. That's it. Yeah, the That's dedications. It. All that the quality music uh albums and all that. To nah, be honest I'm with joined. you, I'm John's trash. Like I don't <laughs> like them. They trash. Yeah, they did double woods to drama. I fucks with you, bro. But them yeah, I, I like went, drama, but them Jones went double wood, man. He is they trash. Definitely, they definitely went double wood. So speaking of you know DJs and you know music that's been coming out, now I want to get into my man Meek Millie. So on Friday he dropped wins and losses, and to be and to be quite and to be quite honest, to be quite to be quite honest. To be quite honest, I feel like that wins and losses is Meek Mill's best album to mm. date. And the reason why I say mm. that is because that first album, you had the intro, mm -hmm. you had Amen, mm -hmm. you had a couple joints, you mm -hmm. had the Tony story, but I didn't, I wasn't impressed with the debut album like that. And I wasn't impressed with um, Dreams Worth More Than Money like that. Either one of them joints. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the Tory Lanez, um, you know, feature song at all. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. But with this joint, it's like, yo, Heavy Heart, classic. Um, Wins and Losses, the intro, killed it. Mm -hmm. Fuck that checkup featuring Little Uzi Vert. I can take mm -hmm. it or leave it, but I do like it. Yeah. Meaning I'm not skipping it. Um, whatever you need, classic featuring Chris Brown and Ty Dolla Sign. Um, fall through, talking about a chick that he met in Miami, sick. Um, young Black America featuring the dream, sick. Where you talking to the young boys about you know you got to have a different kind of dream because being on the streets is not the, is not the dream that there's the dream that's stereotypically in the society want us to have, but that's not the dream we need to have. We need to have a different kind of dream. So. The first eight songs, I'm very impressed. I feel like Meek has grown. His interview on Hot 97 was awesome. He talked about how, 
you know, doing perp and pills during the time he was beefing with Drake. You know what I mean? So it's like he would have had a better combat if he wasn't doing perp and pills. Right. He didn't really care. He was on drugs. You know what I mean? But he realized that that can get him a dirty yarn. So I'm not going to be doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shut that down. And then he went off to talk about how he's setting trends in Miami and Trick Daddy was was super <laughs> upset about that. Which, listen, I think that Meek was talking about Philly niggas are not doing the same shit no more. They got diamond chains. They When they come to Miami, they getting on yachts. I'm not f going to say, quote unquote, you set that trend, Meek. I'm not sure. I don't know, bro. But definitely, I feel like he definitely is giving people hope that's from his hood and that's from Philly. What you think? I think he is. I think he is, you know, giving people uh, a bigger picture of what you could do. Right. I definitely agree. As far as setting the trend for the Miami thing, no, I disagree. When the why? Because <laughs> other people that's way doing that, that's been in the game larger than you. So, of course, when you got the money, you could do it. You could yeah. jet ski and all that. Puff, right. Puff do it all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's where I grew up, Puff. Yeah. So, I'm not looking at Meek or anybody else is doing it. Exactly. I'm looking at somebody I idolize. Exactly, Puff, you know, Puff so Daddy. yeah, he you know, and then did it, and even Jigga did it, right? Jigga did it. Miami is so cheap, you could easily ball out. You could get the rentals, like right. if you got a squad of five people, y'all putting money to y'all, y'all rentals, yeah, you know, y'all could good. do that, yeah, divine by five, exactly. So, so it's not I, that hard, it's not that hard on an album. It's a nice little eight John. You couldn't get that from the rest of the albums. No, nope. rest of the albums always was one thing that was real hot and stood out. Exactly. The first album with the intro, classic. You can yep. put that in the club, everybody go crazy. I'm a boss. forever, and I'm a boss. And I still think, I'm but a it was boss a lot of the best song you ever made. Yeah, because between that, between the albums, he was doing a lot of singles that was hot. Yeah, I always and he say, dropped them EPs too. Yeah, after that okay. Drake. Now them two EPs with the four songs, the one pray with O'Malley, like. He really, like, I felt like after he, him and Nicki broke up, he got hungry again. Mm -hmm. And I think Nicki put him on about doing R&B songs because he wasn't never really doing uh. songs with uh, Chris Brown. Right. You know what I mean? So Nicki gave him that jewel. So he got to give props to Nicki. He might not want to because he still feels the type of way. But I feel like his beef with Drake mm -hmm. and his breakup with Nicki has made him a better person and a better artist. He's on some I Want My Spot Back. Yeah. You know, that's this, this, that album... He won his spot back. So he's winning. He's killing He's killing the interviews right now, the freestyle. He's killed the streets with the album. A lot of great feedback yeah. from the album because yep. it's just not that one or two songs. Right. So it's a great body of work. But to be honest with you, mm -hmm. it's not where I wanted to be. For me to be a hip-hop fan, right. when I listen to albums, I think of albums, I think of quality music Yeah. that feel like, right. damn, this album is dope. You yeah, know, exactly. And I can't get that from Meek. You yeah, know, it's, hey, it's I being honest. I'm just being honest. Meek is a dope artist. He make dope music, but I feel as though if, for example, if Ross would have produced a Meek John classic, right, hands down, right. But if he would have been in the studio with him, like, look, Meek, you gotta do it like this this time, and you gotta flip those metaphors, oh, and concepts, because you Rick remember Ross got exact, concepts. You remember the uh. On the Ross album, mm -hmm. Lambie Doors. Yeah. Oh, my. Me. 
come on, man. If Just imagine us, more of that. Yeah. And I and I feel like that's another thing that hasn't happened. And I'm wondering when it's going to happen. When is Rick Ross and Meek going to do an album together? Right. I don't want no more self-made, yeah, bro. <laughs> like, that's I'm cool done. That's on done. that. Now it's just new people all around, around. self-made. So yeah, I, like, I'm MMG, good. like, yeah. y'all, y'all roster is, is always switching up. Like, Steli, he, I don't think he there no more. Rocky Fresh, I don't even yeah. know what's up with him. But it's just like, yo, y'all two make dope music. Yeah. It's like Styles and Jada. Yeah. And even with, um, when they gifted Wale's, uh, it was called, oh, man, Something Heaven. Oh, I think I think I know. Yeah. Was Meek on it? Meek was on it. And ambition, dope. See, it's just like when great minds think of life. When he's in the studio, With he got to be in it. Like he got to really have a banging ass session. He has to have a Quincy Jones type, type session. session. I totally. And it's agree. just a bunch of. You know, I think, and I think he be having his team with him, and they more. He don't be having people like a jigger with right, him. Right, no musical Khaled. people. Right, just street niggas. See that ain't gonna do it. It's that's not. why it's that's why it's like I said, it's it's best body of work, but it's not it's still it's he's not still, where, it's not what the hip hop fans he, want. Exactly, but he's getting there. He he's is. moving in the right he direction. Is. Especially I like the way they promoted, marketed mm-hmm. this album yeah. with the pop up shops. He was at Sneakerville of the Day and his show is actually tonight. So in Philly. So I love the way they market and promote it. And he don't even have like a single per se besides issues and besides whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But it is the the singles are not popping off like that. Right. Like they like I think he took too long for the album to drop before whatever you want. I think he should have dropped the album closer to when whatever you want came out, but he didn't do that. Yeah, um some of the songs was on the Meek and Jones, the mixtape. Yeah. So yeah. So he just wanted to bust him over the head with something, right? But I, I feel as though like it's a it's a it's a great album. Is it, I think he could do way better. Absolutely, you know. And what's this? Like his third album? Yeah, it's his third album. Man, his fourth one gotta be classic, hands yeah, down. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Classic. Definitely. So. What's up next for you, man? Um, I want to know what you got going on, what you got coming up next, man. I really appreciate you coming on this podcast yeah, really and talking this hip hop talk. I know, man, you we we listen because I, I remember you hit me up a couple weeks ago yeah. about, and then boom, here you are. So yeah. you know, God That's works in mysterious ways, man. And I really appreciate you too, bro. You know, keep keep it going, man. Like it's it's, it's hard out here, man, for us, man. We we independent, right. we young. We trying to get it popping, but it's not easy, bro. Yeah, it's not easy at all. I really appreciate it being here. That's why I was waiting for some real <laughs> hip-hop talk, you know. Exactly. You, you don't get enough of that. Once in a while, you would get that. What's next for me, like, I'm trying to do a short film. Okay. Uh, With some artists that I'm uh, working with. Okay. Um, I want to shout out J&B Zoo. I want to mm-hmm. shout out J&B G's. Okay. Hom, known as New Money. I want to shout out Off Brand. Okay. These guys that I'm working with, real talented people, and basically, I just want to make the movie mm-hmm. about you know what artists go through, what okay. managers go through, okay. the day to day and the hard work, right. you know, and just being an entrepreneur, right. you know, I'm not where I want to be at, but right. I'm at a good start, right? You know, you always gotta have a yeah. good start, absolutely. At a good start, I have a lot of knowledge, but mm-hmm. not enough. Okay. You know, and, right. and, and it's hard to reach out to, you know, certain people, certain people because they be on they that. selfish. Right. You they, can't even get mentors no more. No. Like, it, it, nobody don't want no, to teach nobody. teach you nobody. Yeah, they, they think that, I don't know what they think. I never understood that, why people do that. That's why I'll be back and forth from here to New York. 
<laughs> New York got a New different wave. Yeah, New York do show a lot. I love. They, NY, they, man. they, they. Music scene is is way open. Yeah, it's always a, a a gig happening or an open mic every yep. night. Every night. That's a every fact. Every night. That's a fact. Whether it's Brooklyn, the Bronx, right. wherever, Queens, Harlem. Shout out to NYC, man. But this is I do it for hip hop podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play. Also, make sure you go to SoundCloud, DJ Buzzy two one five. Keep it hip hop. I do it for hip hop podcast. Peace.